Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? I hope you're having a lovely week. This week's episode of It Starts With A Click is with the incredible Stella Morais, who is a fashion photographer and art director based in London. She and I have been connected on Instagram for a little while now and we chat a lot and she's super lovely and when I asked her to come on the podcast and she said yes I was thrilled because I love her work, I love everything she does and I think she's super nice and she shares so much valuable information in this podcast. We talk about her career so far, how she gets published in magazines, does she do submissions or not, how she goes about finding contact information and really I think this podcast episode is about having hard work really pay off and just not giving up. Um, So I really hope you enjoy listening to this episode. I really loved recording it and I will speak to you at the end of the episode. Hi Stella. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. How how are you? I'm really good too. Um, good. Thank you so much for being here. I would thank love you for to having me. <laughs> I'd love to ask you to introduce yourself and tell everyone who may not know who you are, where you're from, and how you got started with photography. Cool, will do. So, hi everyone. I'm Stella. I'm a fashion photographer based in London. I also do a little bit of art direction and I'm originally from Brazil. I've lived in London for 18 years and yeah, that's a bit of me. And how did you get into photography? So, it was a bit of a funny one. Like, my dad bought me a little Polaroid camera when I was about nine, ten, mm-hmm. and I loved it. It just carried around with me everywhere (laughs) but I never really thought I could be a photographer like Mm -hmm. I could have a career out of it so I just left it as as, just left it and then I moved here and just so many opportunities at school and Mm -hmm. things like that and I was just very interested in photography so I just started doing some researches and shooting some friends at school and yeah and then (laughs) here I am all those years later still at it all those years yeah (laughs) and so you're originally from brazil which you mentioned how did you end up in london um my dad lived here for a very long time and everyone just thought it would be better for me in terms of opportunities and things like that which is yeah so yeah Do do you go back often and do you think that you'd like take a lot of inspiration from your culture in brazil I don't go back very often because it's too bloody hot. <laughs> I went back I went back for Christmas 2019 and I literally, I was coming out of the shower and sweating straight oh, no. away. I was just like, I'm not used to this anymore. It's so hot. So no, I think next time if I do go, it's not going to be in summer. summer yes. Yeah. Summer, like winter there is 20 degrees. Oh my God. So kind of summer over here. Yeah, and no, I don't go back very often. It's too expensive. Um, I just it doesn't feel like home anymore, sadly. No. And yeah, I don't. None of it inspire me, which is sad, because when I moved here, I just wanted to be accepted. Mm-hmm. So I literally forgot the fact that I was Brazilian and like 
that I am from a beautiful country, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of sad, really, but I'm trying to regain that Brazilian in me. Yeah. Because so how old were you when slowly. you moved? I was 13 years old. Oh, yeah. So you were quite young. So you're kind of like it's young enough to be able to switch over to a British culture, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bit of a shame, really, but I'm working on it. It's yeah, but I can I can relate to that in a way because I moved. To, I was a lot older. I moved to the UK when I was eighteen. But you do right. like adapt and find different things, and you forget things that you used to do and start doing things that you never used to. And I I totally yeah. I do get it. Um, yeah, especially in London, it's just yeah. it was so different. You know, I just wanted to be part of I don't know a friendship group or mm. whatever. So, yeah, but, you know, I don't regret anything. I think it, everything you do in life teaches you many lessons. So, yeah. And so when it comes to photography, did you study it at university or did you just go straight into it? I just self-taught. Amazing. Everything. Yeah. Still learning. Still going. We always are. I think everyone's yeah. always learning. Um, that's cool. No, I think everyone's always interested to hear. Can I ask why you didn't go to uni? Uh, one, because... I couldn't afford it, mm-hmm. two, because of some visa situation, mm-hmm. and three, um, I had to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. No, that's good, because yeah. I, mean, I think that a lot of people, like, they come and listen to this podcast a lot often, and they're, like, younger, and they're wondering whether they should go to uni, they shouldn't go to uni, and... Mm it's just good to hear from people who didn't because I did so it's yeah. just it's like really nice to have the perspective of someone who didn't go and is doing really well um mm. and like I think it's well documented that in the photography industry there's no right or wrong path like you can go to uni you can not go to uni and you could still have a very successful career absolutely yeah I think if you go to uni in London you make a lot of contact yeah like very useful contact but in terms of actually learning about it it's 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 from you yeah totally amazing so where did you learn everything books youtube um that's it and then actually having the camera and playing around with it i remember i started with landscape and then from landscape i went to art photography Mm -hmm. and then from art i went to portrait and then and then that's when i really fell in love with it mm-hmm. and then I was like oh maybe maybe I can try and make some money out of this and mm-hmm. I was trying to like put fashion and art together and I think that's kind of a little bit of me now but obviously you can't just do what you want to do all the time no but yeah amazing so where do you get most of your inspiration from a lot of it from magazines and music music videos mm. uh, books and just sometimes day-to-day life yeah and obviously galleries which we can't really go <laughs> to at the moment sadly no i know yeah and what um what magazines do you like i always want to know this <laughs> um days think confused mm. vogue italia id um what else oh, there are so many all the cool ones all the cool ones, all the ones that I want to be in one day. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. like, one of the questions I was going to ask you, actually, because you have been published by a lot of amazing magazines, and one of the big questions I always get asked is how do you get 
published. So mm. how did those editorials come to life? I know you've worked with Le Ficiel for a few. Um, how do you go about getting editorials? So usually I just put on a proposal and I send it to magazines and ask them for a poll letter. Mm-hmm. But, you, but you, you'll be as well, like I would just go for, as you shoot it and send it as a submission and they'll accept it and they'll take it in. Yeah. But for me, it's never really... I just want to shoot. I just want to do what I want to do, and that's it. Because sometimes when you send proposals to magazines, they don't want to kind of take over your project. Yeah. Like, oh, we think this model works better, blah, blah, Which, you know, sometimes it's great if you're paying me or if it's actually commissioned. Yeah. But if if it's not, I don't want you to take charge. Yeah. But, yeah. No, that's a really yeah, good so, point. Yeah. So a bit of mixing of submissions and a bit of um, getting commissions as well, which is really cool. That's the same thing I do. Like I just come up with proposals and I send them out to people. And Mm. sometimes you get someone who's interested and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't. And if you don't, then I just tend to do it anyway. And then, like you said, I will um, send it out afterwards. Um, How do you find the contact information for most of the people that you email? It's it's been uh, six years of... Collecting contacts. Yeah, yeah. Literally going to their website and emailing everyone until someone actually emails me back. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah. This is the like. There are ways you can get contact information for people, but it's it is just having to hustle and just keep going. Yeah, and like I don't know many people, like big people, you know, big contacts. Mm-hmm. So it's just been go to the website, email this person and hope for the best i remember <laughs> I at the beginning i was it, it used to make me feel so sad like mm. oh they didn't reply blah 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 or sometimes they'll be like oh this is not suitable and i'll just cry like oh man but why but now i understand and i think a few no's make makes you stronger Definitely. and your career and your vision and what you know it kind of makes you look at it like what do i actually want to do do i really want to do this way or do i want to wait a little bit longer and put my 100% into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then in terms of like clients, you've worked with some pretty amazing clients like L'Oreal and I've seen Tony and Guy on your website and is it Sefin? I never know how you pronounce that brand. I think it's Sefin. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you... You've worked with them, haven't you? No, I haven't. No? No. okay. I thought you did. No, not me. Um, (laughs) How do you find your clients? I don't find them; they find me. They do. Okay, so yeah. you do you, you do you ever do any pitching up to like to clients? No, no you don't. Okay, no. that's cool. Um, but I want to. But it's just uh, yeah. Anyway, so going back to your question, I am a strong belief believer that if you put if you use Instagram or social media well, yeah, you will thrive from it. So like posting every day and like you know being interactive with it and liking brand stuff and just being present yeah but obviously don't let it take over your life just like have i don't know i usually have like three hours in the morning that's it done you know it might be in the morning it might be in the evening yeah but that's it you spent three um, hours on instagram yeah oh my god what are you doing <laughs> literally email like messaging replying to dms mm. and just putting myself out there liking a lot of things that's so cool so do you like then, send dms to people that you want to work with like not necessarily asking to work with them but just like messaging them 
absolutely i think that's the way forward and then they kind of see your work and they know it like you kind of connect that way Mm -hmm. and you follow each other and if there was ever anything or like a little campaign or social media content thing that they think would suit me they will go back to my instagram yeah 100 percent. yeah and how important do you think a website is then because that's a big debate at the moment it's very i think it's still quite important because that um, in there you can actually demonstrate your personal photography and your commercial whereas instagram is kind of is I'm a bit, I don't know, I still don't know about this, mm-hmm. but I don't know whether to put a lot of commercial stuff on Instagram or not, or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm always a bit confused. So, yeah, 100%. It's, it's difficult website. to know. Yeah, it's definitely difficult to know what to do, because you do a lot of, um, do you do any e-commerce? I think, I think you do, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. I work for Boohoo and sometimes ASOS. Amazing. Oh, so that's cool. Yeah. And you travel up to Manchester for that as well, don't you? I I do. I'm good. I'm doing that tonight. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing this before that. No problem. How did you go? How did you get those jobs? Because I think that's something that everyone would love to know about. Again, email. You see, it's I it's email. the hustle. It's the hustle. Is the hustle? This is the part of the job that no one talks about. Yeah, it and is. it's hard. It like, is. It's so hard. I've emailed. I emailed ASOS for years. Amazing. And nothing. And it just with Boohoo, it just turned out that I knew I knew someone on Instagram that I followed, and she was she is senior photographer for Boohoo, mm-hmm. and she was just like, oh, we need freelancers, blah blah blah. Would you like to come in for a trial? I was like, yeah, hundred percent. And I went, and everyone is so lovely. It's like the best place Aww. I've worked because you know I think for me being comfortable with people is so important and like yeah. working with nice people and the fact that people come up to you and say good morning how's your weekend how are you mm. like they actually care about you whereas in london i think uh, we lack that okay that's in so many ways yeah oh, I, I i i guess so it's difficult isn't it um like mm. that is such a cool job and they're definitely is the sort of thing so you do it pretty regularly so it's like yeah. really nice consistent work yeah. Um, but I just, Bread I just, and butter. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just hope that people who are listening realize that, you know, we do have to just keep pushing. And like you said, you emailed for years and didn't hear back. And suddenly yeah. one day you never know what might happen. So just yeah. not giving up because you don't hear back or you don't hear no the first time. Just keep on going. Keep going. And it's like, I don't know about yourself, but I currently am like looking for an agency. Mm hmm. And that's the same thing. Just keep going. And a lot of them, like, they just go, oh, I love your work, but we're not taking anyone on at the yeah, moment. same thing. Et cetera, et cetera. And it's great. But again, keep going. Every six months, you just pop a little email again. Oh, you know, I've worked on this or I've worked on that. Yeah. Have a look at this. And I don't know. Yeah. It's luck as well. Mm. A lot of it is luck. I'm like, sadly. I'm torn in two about agents. I don't know whether I want one or whether I shouldn't get one like why are you looking for one I think that'd be a really interesting thing to know I'm looking for one so I can do better things and also I've done everything alone and at this point I can't go any further yeah I can't do the things that I want to do without a little bit of help yeah like I want to shoot a campaign for IKEA for example yeah can't do that because they only work with signed artists I know (laughs) You know, can't shoot for Zara because, again, they only work with signed artists or if you're full-time with them. So it's just little things like that that I want to achieve. Yeah. It's... And, again, can't do it alone. I need a little bit of help. Yeah, it's like that 
little added seal of approval from someone who says this person is really good and we can guarantee that I don't know why that is but I agree I think that I'm getting I'm also getting to a point where I'm like I think it's time (laughs) yeah also just from time management like I can't necessarily always keep up with the amount of inquiries coming in or like doing quotes for everyone and then having to do it myself like it's it's getting you're busy though I don't know how you do it (laughs) with like a lot honestly being organized is the only way (laughs) it's key right it's so important but yeah I know how do you stay organized I try my best but when I have weeks like this where I'm not really home, I feel a bit frazzled. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. And, like, I just have to take a few hours for myself and try to do my emails and just do the best I can. Yeah. I'm but, the same. yeah, I'm looking forward to having a week off very soon. Yeah, me too. I've booked a week off for my birthday in May and oh. I can't wait. Although I did just have someone email me who's based in Cornwall, oh, which is no. where I'm going. And they're like, oh, we might be able to shoot while you're down in Cornwall. I'm like, that's technically my week off, but maybe. <laughs> oh, I hate when that happens. I, yeah, but at the oh. same time, it's like, well, if it's a good job, then I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also it's money. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really say no to money, can you? No, you really can't. Mm, especially at times like these. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about that. How how has the yeah. last year been for you? Because obviously we're recording this in at mid-March, about a year since the pandemic started, actually. And it's yeah. been rough. <laughs> it's been it's been sad. Like the first the first lockdown, I went a bit crazy because I love work so much. Yeah. And I think I let it consume me. Um, it got so bad that I didn't know what to do with myself and I was chatting to my friends and everyone was kind of feeling similar but I was just I was really down Mm. and I wanted to just create and I couldn't and then I saw a lot of people doing this um, video phone uh, not video phone videos photography like and I I tried and I didn't like it I didn't either yeah and I'm the kind of person that I like to create I like to create a mood board put my team together and go shoot same (laughs) straight away straight away yeah I don't like to sit on it for a long time because then I lose interest for it Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean I'm exactly the same Um, yeah so I didn't shoot for like months Mm -hmm. and my first shoot was I think it was June Mm -hmm. and was one for L'Officiel Ukraine on the beach I love that's my favorite shoot because everyone felt so ready to just start shooting again and inspired and motivated and yeah and I used a Mamiya for the first time in my life and I loved it yeah oh that's so cool yeah but um last year wasn't great but you know we move we hope for the best this year (laughs) we carry on going exactly we carry on going so I wanted to ask you about the editorial you produced for Le Fusier Singapore because mm. I love that shoot. I think it's amazing. And Aww. I just wanted to ask you what the concept was and how it came to be and like how you created it and all that. Just to tell me all about that shoot. Okay. Oh, God. I don't, I don't know what to say much, but <laughs> to be fair, I just wanted to maybe like explore the contrast of being a strong heroine with the ability to radiate her soft nurturing romance Mm -hmm. and yeah we just put a team together and (laughs) 
got a set designer and everyone just get involved. Amazing. And did you pitch that to L'Officiel first or did they, did you send, submit it afterwards? No, we we pitched it first. Amazing. Because we wanted to, we wanted to get really high end um, styling. Yeah. So with that, you we got we managed to get Dior and I think Gucci and some other bits as well, which were really nice. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, um, a pull letter is something that a magazine. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, just some people don't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. Um, a pull letter is basically a letter that a magazine gives to a photographer slash a stylist, and then they can go to PR agencies and request clothing they can use in shoots. And generally, it's really difficult to get anything very exciting from a PR agency if you haven't got a pull letter Um, it's not impossible but it is much easier especially when you have a big name like my L shoot that we released just a few days ago all of a sudden it was just like anyone would give you anything because you've got the name L attached to the pull letter and it's it's amazing how much more you can get so it is worth I think if you can to spend the time 100%. yeah it's worth pitching and really taking the time to get someone good on board if you can do it if you can't yeah. like still do your ideas because like we've both said we both will continue doing things even if we don't have pull letters but it does make it easier a lot easier have you have you been finding it difficult to get a pull letter like lately? um like yes and no it depends i've i've because we were in lockdown in january i reduce the amount of stuff I was doing um Mm. and then slowly I'm building up again and then I've been really busy with like actual jobs so there's been less time to produce stuff but I'm in the process of now like starting to send proposals out again and so I mean it depends on the magazine if I if I'm really not too fussed who I'm working with it's a bit easier um But yeah, if you want to go for like the big boys. <laughs> yeah, the big boys. You have to have something decent. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I haven't actually created anything since December. Oh my God. How are you surviving? I, well, I'm working a lot. Yeah. And I have to because I live alone at the moment. So I just oh. have to work. Yeah, I guess. I was, but at least we're working. Like I think yeah. if, if we were sitting at home doing nothing, I would be going oh. insane. I'll be going mad. Yeah. Mental. It would, it would be really hard. Yeah, but I have, I'm working on some other projects. So keep your eyes out. Exciting. I, everyone always wants to know another thing, which is how do you yeah. find your team? So I basically have a little team that I always work with. Yeah. I, and the, the thing for me with shooting... It's not just producing amazing pictures with an amazing team, but it's also getting to know that team and, you know, having fun on the day. Yeah. That's all That's all I want from a team. Like, just don't take yourself too seriously. Like, it's a collaboration. I want you to be happy with the images as well as yeah. me. And, yeah, that's really important to me. Yeah, so and that's the same as me. Yeah, and, yeah, so I work with a lot of friends and... Sometimes I work with new people, but I, I'm always a little bit scared to work with new people because they don't know me. Yeah. Whereas the people that have worked with me already know that I'm quite particular with a lot of things on the shoot, but they don't take it personally because they know how I work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. What do you get yeah. particular about? Like with clothes and mm. hair and makeup, I'm quite... I'm open-minded to a certain degree. Yeah. 
I like to be in control of how it looks because obviously I am also art directing it. So I have the vision in my head. Yeah. You know. I'm the same. I, I, I think I almost annoy makeup artists sometimes because I'm like, mm. no, 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 nothing crazy, nothing crazy, nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah. I do like a bit of crazy, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think there's a right time for crazy. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, it, and it's also like, I think that you learn with time when to push it and when yeah. to pull it back. And that just comes yeah. with experience. Yeah, 100%. Does... I remember my first editorials were so crazy. I was oh. like, just put a lot of makeup on, I yeah. put a bit artistic, blah, blah, blah. And now looking at those images, I'm like, what was you thinking? <laughs> I know, it's it's so easy when you start to think you have to throw everything at something. When yeah. in reality, it's often taking stuff away that will make the images much better. Yeah. I mean, I do, because on my editorials, I usually do three looks, like a natural look, and then the second look will be a little bit of colour or a little bit, a little tweak. And then the third look will be a little bit more crazy. Not crazy, crazy, but yeah. a bit more makeup a bit more hair. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's a good balance because mm. then you don't have to use all of the looks, but you can always, like, you've got choices. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, everyone always wants to know about kit. And I mm. don't know about you, but I'm not that fussed about kit. I don't actually really care about what I'm using but so what's your go-to camera so my go-to is my baby is uh, a Nikon DA50 oh my god you're a Nikon as well I am a Nikon girl I never meet other Nikon people and yeah me neither everyone is just canon I know oh god yeah um I use canon for like e-com stuff okay they're good but I don't know yeah. Have you ever used a Canon? I mean, I, I've I've used one or two, like, occasionally. I think when I was at uni, I tried one. And then occasionally, like, my friends will have one and I'll have to show them how to do something. But I never find it intuitive and I never know where the buttons are, so it really annoys me. Same, yeah. <laughs> but I've just always had Nikon, so I just stick to Nikon. Yeah, I learned with a little cheap Nikon. And, yeah, I've been a Nikon girl since then yeah me too yeah. so yeah and then i have a uh, 2470 which i use sometimes mm-hmm. mainly on like campaigns and clients jobs yeah but i love a 50 mil yeah that's my go-to yeah 1.4 1.2 i've got both and yeah. i have this it's it's a bit of an old lens and it adds like a blurry oh it's just beautiful oh, cool. love that one and it's just a 50 mil as well i, I think it's a 50 1.2 yeah but um and then what else do i have i have a little film camera 35 mil mm-hmm. it's a pentax which is great highly recommend it and i really want to buy a mamiya but you know money yeah. is tight <laughs> i know i bought myself a pentax 67 um just before christmas mm. and i bought it from japan and it was so expensive but how long did it take to get here oh my god like honestly four days oh it was insane that's good yeah it was really really amazing i'm very impressed i did have to pay tax for the entry Um, though which was a bit of a like oh god it was already expensive and now it's another 200 pounds (laughs) oh no well it's worth it though yeah oh it's so worth it because i've used the camera i've only done two shoots with it so far um, and funny enough, I got the scans for the second one this morning, and yeah. oh, they just—they are so good. Oh. Like medium format is medium where format it's is at. the way forward. Yeah, I know. Oh. But the thing is, would you shoot a whole shoot on film? 
So I shoot a lot of my editorial on just film. Um, mm. And if a client would want me to shoot film, I would shoot film, but I'd always shoot digital as a backup um, yeah. just in case. Funny story though, my L shoot that I did in December, I yeah. wanted to shoot that on digital as well as the film because the whole editorial is on film. But on the day it was so cold I couldn't ask the model to stand there while I shot the same thing twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I just did it all on film and prayed. Prayed that you would turn out okay. But it, it looks beautiful, though. Yeah, it worked. Like, it was absolutely fine. So I was so fortunate that it had a really good assistant on the day who was able to help me and really, like, you know, take my um, light measurements correctly and make sure I was oh, doing amazing. everything <laughs> doing yeah. everything right. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely scary. But if yeah. anyone hasn't shot film yet and they want to try, highly recommend. Yeah, I highly recommend. I would start with a 35mm because yes. that's easier. And cheaper. And cheaper as well. And then, yeah, you can explore, but medium format is amazing. The quality and oh. everything is just, oh, it's so dreamy. It's so good. And like, I love the crop. Um, I've mm. got a six by seven camera and the crop of those images is, is just really nice. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. If I could just shoot on film all the time, I would. Yeah, oh, me too, 100%. <laughs> and I love Polaroid yeah. as well. I, I shoot a lot of Polaroid. I do love a Polaroid as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what about lighting? Because do you shoot natural light most of the time or do you use strobes um, or continuous? No, I, I use uh, flashlight mm -hmm. and I, yeah, that's, main, that's my go-to. But I do love a natural vibe looking. Yeah. A little bit like you. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all, I think most photographers, we all want our flashes to look natural, really. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I don't like anything really flashy for me personally, but you know, yeah. if, if, if it makes you happy, use all the flashes available. Exactly. How did you get comfortable shooting flash as someone self-taught? Because for my, from my experience, I had never used any flash until I went to uni. Bearing in mind, I was only 18, so I was quite young. Um, but I don't know if I would have, well, I probably would have by now, but I think that I would have been very intimidated by flash had I not been taught it at uni. So how did you learn yeah. it? Um, from friends, Okay. actually. Yeah, there's, I think you went to her studios recently. Uh, Shout out house. Yeah, yes. yeah. So Anna taught me a lot about light, things Amazing. that I didn't know. And yes, yeah, so to start with, very intimidating. Mm. But, but I think a great suggestion is don't be scared. Yeah. Just play around with it and see what works for you. Because sometimes by by the book it says I'll do it this way because you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it looking like this. But just try it out and see your style yeah. with it. You can't you, know? you can't like know until you see it and try and like set it up yourself. Exactly, and yeah, because I I was scared mm. to try things out and like mess it up. But I've learned just don't be scared. Yeah, it is what it is. And if you're doing a project that is yours you've got time yeah totally you know to play around with it and I think also testing with new models is so important because you can try things out whilst you're testing with a model exactly you know and I love that but, you said that you would like learn with a friend because yeah. that is such a good idea as well like find another photographer who is a similar level to you and mm. like spend time learning together and help each other out I think that you can always learn from other people a hundred percent. I have a little group where we sometimes meet up and we just talk about photography and like, oh. it's not just photography, it's about styling and we literally just talk about work all the time. That's so nice. 
and it's so inspiring and yeah. you're all ladies and you know oh my god love it that sounds so nice yeah oh awesome well where can everyone stay in touch with you and your work so i'm pretty um present on instagram mm-hmm. and my instagram is stella morice with a little dash in the end amazing or if you want to see my website is stella-morice.co.uk and then i wanted to ask you because you have mentioned that you're doing a little bit of mentoring Ooh, did yeah. you want to quickly mention that well i'm still kind of playing around with the idea i was just doing some stuff today mm-hmm. but um i don't know yet i mean i'm into it because i love helping people yeah. and guiding them through it all because i didn't have that yeah and i just want to make sure that i am able to do it correctly yeah for someone else and yeah a lot of people are interested i just don't know yet how to go on about it but okay. yeah well if anyone's interested and they want to speak to you about it they can message yeah. you right shoot me an email or dm and we'll talk amazing thank you so yeah. much thank you thank you for having me Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed listening to it, come and let me know over on Instagram. My handle is at Olivia Bossart Education. I would love to hear from you. If you think you have a friend who would like to listen to this podcast as well, I would really appreciate you sharing it with them. Referrals are the best way the podcast gets more listeners, so I would be eternally grateful to you if you could do that. If you want to continue to learn with me, my website is oliviabossarteducation.com where I've got loads of freebies, blog posts, you can download a free pitching template and I've even got a free online workshop as well. If you have any ideas of topics you'd like me to cover or anyone you think I should interview, feel free to send me an email or just a DM on Instagram. My email address is info at oliviabossert.com and my Instagram handle, like I said earlier, is at oliviabossarteducation. I will see you in the next episode. Bye.